1: Today, Saturday news, a huge return on Friday night SmackDown. Our WWE behind all the outrage
0: behind Domino's Pizza and AEW.
1: The Universal Championship match for SummerSlam
0: has officially been confirmed. And we had a bunch of dark matches on SmackDown. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling on this fine Saturday. It's not that fine, it's raining. Uh, But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below and subscribe to the channel. And links are in the description to little timestamps to each story, click them and away you go. But what have we got up
1: first? Well, it's a biggie. We got a biggie because the boss herself, she made her big SmackDown debut last night. And the pop, fill, the pop that met Sasha Banks when she came down to the ring, she was defending and saving Bianca Belair because she got into a bit of a skirmish with Carmella and Zelina Vega, who both wanted another well, well, Carmella wanted another shot. Zelina Vega wanted a shot because she's a rising up and coming star, according to her. Oh. So that was a big thing. Sasha Banks came down to the ring. She, like, fought them off. And then they hugged, and everyone was like, oh, so she's a face. And everyone was kind of all for it, really. Everyone was, like, cheering. They're like, yeah, buddies. And it made a lot of sense because obviously they had the, the big SB moment where they, they got awarded the best WWE moment of the year. They've been through so much together. And it was a bit like, yeah, she's quite organic. I, I can understand where they're going a little bit. But oh, no. We're not allowed to have nice things. In WWE, because they had a tag match. It was put in the main event, and after winning said tag match, uh, Sasha Banks locked in the boss. And the boss statement? Yeah, the, the bank statement. Banks that was statement. odd. Yeah, I don't know why I said <laughs> boss statement. It's been a while, Sasha, I'm sorry. Uh, so she locked in the bank statement, won the match, and after a very elongated celebration, you sense trouble was coming, and she hit. The bank statement which hit the bank stabber on bianca belair and then locked in the bank statement and it was it was pretty brutal it lasted a very long time and the boos that met sasha banks after i've never seen this i've never seen this happen where somebody gets a nuclear pop from arriving as a baby face to at the end of the night getting booed out of the building and she's laughing like a maniacal just psychopath it was great sasha banks is a treasure Yeah,
0: absolutely. I am really glad they've done this as well. Like, they got the big turn and then the switcher Maru turning it round on everyone. But I'm glad they've gone back with the heel and they're not just kind of running with a little babyface run because she's returned and she's not been there for a while, which they sometimes do. But Sasha Banks is so much better as a heel, I think. Uh, And yeah, this is great. It makes sense to run back the Bianca Belair match because it was the best thing on WrestleMania um, and one of the best matches this year of any company. Um, and doing that again at SummerSlam. You've got to imagine the original plans was probably a triple threat with Bailey, maybe and then obviously Bailey getting injured scuppered that, which is a shame. Uh, But just interested to see where they go after this. Are they going to double down on Bianca Belair or put the belt back over onto Sasha?
1: It's it's an interesting one. I think a big uh, takeaway just off this angle straight away is that I think this may lead... Just like, you can call me out on this, but I think this may lead to a better match at SummerSlam than what we got at Mania. I know, how's that even possible? But purely because we've not got a gray area Sasha Banks, like you just said, yes. we've got full heel Sasha Banks. And if you've seen her, like the work she put in, NXT is full heel Sasha Banks. Oh, <laughs> this could be good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but moving over,
0: Uh, For a second, something a little bit stranger. Uh, Or WWE behind all of this Domino's Pizza AW uh, trouble that's been going on. So this is quite a long story. So I've got a lot to go through. But started off with the Wrestling Observer and Dave Meltzer, and he had like two quotes from the Wrestling Observer that were quite interesting. And I'll just say that he, the first one was that Vince blew off AEW as competition at the same moment behind the scenes. They were trying to take advantage of the bloodbath the night before. And a bit later, he goes on to say that Domino's is a major sponsor of TNT and Warner Media, so this is a serious issue. There was a concerted campaign to contact sponsors, but at press time, Domino's was the only one that has, reached, uh, has reacted to the match. So that was all really uh, Dave Meltzer said about it in the Observer Newsletter. Uh, The Voices of Wrestling on Twitter have chimed up after that saying uh, that WWE have been calling journalists with the hopes that the story picks up steam, but so far it hasn't, nor has any advertiser pulled any money off the table as far as we know. And then after this, David Bixenspan got involved because he started wondering why uh, the only tweet from a, the WWE's official PR account about the Q2 financials um, was from a story by Front Office Sports, which happened to be the same people who uh, put up the big story about Domino's and AEW. So um, he went on to have a sort of look into this a little bit and he stressed that an insider source that he's got has stressed that the timing of the uh, Domino's commercial with the whole pizza slice and the cut directly to the Domino's pizza commercial is hilarious, yes, but is purely a coincidence. Um, And that no other advertisers have reigned any concerns about the match at all. Um, So he goes on to break down the sort of front office sports thing a little bit about things that he thought were a bit fishy, like a subheading claiming Domino's was threatening to pull ads, even though the official Domino's statement just said that they were assessing their advertising presence. Um, There was also... Uh, The statement says that we share concerns over this, even though there's been no talk anywhere of anyone else having any of these concerns. So I'm not entirely sure who they're sharing concerns with. Um, It's all very conspiracy theory, this. I love it. uh, He's also reached out to Domino specifically to uh, ask about the wording of that statement, and they haven't actually replied to him about that. But then later on, he got a screenshot sent to him to his Babyface Versus Heel website that he works for, um, from a reporter from a mainstream publication that said that WWE contacted them about writing an article about the AEW Domino's pizza situation. Now he couldn't show the official screenshot that they sent over because he agreed not to release any information about them, obviously, um, but said that this reporter doesn't normally specialize in wrestling news. So he reached out to AEW, WWE and Michael McCarthy who wrote the, the original uh, front office sports uh, article and no no one has reached out to him or commented about it. Uh, but <laughs> And all of this is going on while WWE is insisting on the investors call that they don't consider w, uh, AEW as competition. Uh, now it should also be said that this is definitely not the first time that wwe have pulled anything like this like back during the steroid trial they were planting stories like pro wwe stories in the media during that uh there was a whisper campaign that they put out during um the ufc expansion that was trying to get ufc banned in some sort of key european countries to try and halt that expansion um and yeah loads more stuff going back through the years uh, so it's fishy practice uh, from WWE um, but yeah very interesting nonetheless
1: oh it is but it, you just, you're just you not surprised you by see. this kind of story no, only, God, this no, is the only all. company that could literally a day before come out and say yeah they're not like, no competition and then a day after you hear this story and go yeah sounds about right it's, yes. it's definitely just... trying to
0: rile everyone up and plant the stories in the media and make it much more like huge deal than just going viral on the internet
1: yeah and it's one of those things where this oddly all just plays into AEW's hands in my mind it's it's publicity yeah. and like all publicity is good publicity in the long run I know obviously there's been the, the the a little pushback from dominoes saying that they weren't like fully aware of what was going to happen which is kind of understandable it was just an odd coincidence that that exact moment was going to just bleed again great use of word there but bleed into what was yep. like the the picture in picture and it also had a pizza cutter like specifically it was just the stars aligned in the most horrific and brutal way possible but yep. i just i'm glad it happened <laughs> It should be said as well that as much as WWE may
0: have made this a bigger deal than it was before, at the minute, Domino's haven't pulled any sponsorship from AEW, so that's still... Either an ongoing decision within that company, or isn't going to happen. And also because of this, AEW has at least gained one sponsor, and Pab's Blue Ribbon, who has been desperately
1: trying to get onto the show after all this has happened. Yeah, you just you just got to poke fun at it. It's one of those yeah. things, and that's what they're doing. They're just they're, again, they're just trying to capitalize on the buzz. Like there's people that I speak to who don't aren't necessarily involved in wrestling and don't really follow it as much as what they used to in the past. But I've, I've mentioned this today, and suddenly it's on their radar, and they're they're interested in AEW. It's it's one of those yeah. things. It might be controversial in the show short run, but it could actually weirdly attract people to the product, I know, odd. Slight backfire there from WWE if it does. Yeah, and speaking of all this as well, which this this really did make me chuckle, uh, Moxley spoke on the Cincy 360 uh, radio show. He popped on there on Friday, and he had a little something to say to Domino's on the back of their apparent uh, frustrations and their, their disavowing, apparently, of this whole situation that's gone down. He said, Domino's pizza needs to chill out. He's spoken. The man has spoken. He said, they need to chill, man. It was a coincidence. You know what? Jump on the bandwagon, man. You don't think Nick Cage can sell some pizzas for you? Come on. You know that Noid is played out at this point and you're bringing back the Noid? Come on. So, yeah, John Moxley's telling you to chill out, Domino's, and everyone else to chill out. You need to listen or I think him and Nick Gage is going to go all pizza gutter on everyone's ass. Fair. It's probably the most anyone's talk, so, uh, spoken about dominoes in quite a while, so they should be thanking <laughs> AEW for this. I think I'm going to have a domino tonight, Phil. <laughs> not going to lie. That's, yeah, just, I just need, need some dominoes and to rewatch that Jericho Nick Gage match because it was just brutal. But yeah. speaking of things that I don't think they're going to be quite as brutal, but they're probably going to be as eye catching and probably draw in many, many more viewers John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the Universal Championship. It is official, but in. Well, a dubious circumstances. Let's just let's just say that. Uh, so here's what happened: We had Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. We we're going to sit down for a contract signing, and this game is a bit of a swerve to me because I didn't realise that Finn Balor's challenge to Roman Reigns was for SummerSlam. I don't know if I'm just an idiot. I I thought, oh, it's probably just going to be a speed bump along the way, but WWE just threw it on social media that, oh, he's going for SummerSlam. And I thought, that's a bit odd. Something something fishy is going to happen here. And it did because Balor and Reigns went back and forth. Reigns had a a dig at NXT and then Pat McAfee popped up and was like, yes, Tuesday's at 8 o'clock. And I was like, I appreciate that. I appreciate that plug. And um, then Baron Corbin came down and attacked Finn Balor just before he could sign the contract. It looked like Baron Corbin was going to then sign the contract, but then Cena came out, battered him, got a Sharpie out, and then did the weirdest signature ever on the contract that had Finn Balor's name on it, but it wasn't his signature. But that officially meant that he was going to get the match against Fine. Roman Reigns for the Universal That's how Championship. That's It is, yeah. It's precisely how they Definitely. work. So even Paul Heyman was like, "That's not the name on the contract," and like everyone. <laughs> Backstage, just like, nah, it's fine. It's, it's very odd. But we don't care how we got there. We got there. No one's really going to be complaining about this. Everyone was chanting for Cena all the way through the segment. So Mr. Missionary, he's there. He's probably going to be in your main event. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, weird how they got here. I definitely definitely felt like last week when Balor came in, then it was like, I challenge you like next week to a match or something. It didn't feel like it was a SummerSlam match. It's all been a little bit confusing. But we got there. And it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Cena. And it's going to be great. Let's face it. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Indeed. But speaking of SmackDown, before SmackDown, there was a couple of dark matches, and they've been doing this recently with some of the NXT guys, little tryouts before the um, before the shows start. And this time it was uh, Austin Theory and Odyssey Jones and Aaliyah and Indy Hartwell up there for some dark matches. Now, they just paired them off into two matches Aaliyah beat Indy Hartwell, and uh, Odyssey Jones beat Austin Theory. Now, the rumors going forwards so eventually is that. Uh Aaliyah is gonna be full time with raw and that Gargano uh sorry, that um, austin theory <laughs> shocked me there. Gargano yeah. <laughs> uh, that Austin Theory, obviously on NXT this week, Gargano kinda of said that he'd run away from home. Um Indy Hartwell is still obviously a big part of the Gargano, like, Dexter Loomis story. And Odyssey Jones is still in the breakout tournament. So they've still got some things that they would need to clear up before they get moved up. But they've done this with a few people recently. Karrion Cross is obviously the first one who went through a few dark matches and then got put onto the main roster. Whatever we feel about that, it happened. Um, But, yeah, it looks like these are the ones that they are looking at for future call-ups.
1: Yeah, these are quite interesting because Indy Hartwell in particular, that feels like it's come a bit out of left field. I think she's got a lot of... Progression that she still needs to to go through in her next year. I think she's very talented. I think she's got a big. Future really in this company, but I'd give her another couple of years personally in NXT. Uh, I think the same applies to Odyssey Jones. I thought I saw him in the uh, the breakout tournament a couple of weeks ago. And I thought he looked really good, but again, yeah. still somebody who just probably needs to develop a little bit more. Reminds me of somebody like Bronson Reed, who has this size and this athletic ability, but hadn't really found his character. And now Reed yeah. has, and I think Reed's on the cusp of a call-up as well. And think he'll do great things, honestly, wherever he lands. Personally, I want it to be SmackDown. Don't want to go on too much of a, <laughs> a tangent, but I do want it to be SmackDown. But I'm in i can see the upside of all four of these people so i'm hoping hoping for big things all around yeah absolutely
0: the odyssey jones ones in particular it seems like Vince McMahon man just saw a picture of him and was like yep
1: <laughs> and
0: yeah that was about it <laughs> that sometimes that's enough man <laughs> it is indeed um, but yes moving over to your twitter questions to end the video we've got a few here the first one comes from josh davis who says uh, my doggo doggo opie has just watched the second Labour of Jericho. If you could choose a Labour, what would it be? Me, I imagine MJF bringing back the lashing, but he would make Sammy Guevara carry them out.
1: Oh, that's just savage. I like it. I'm I'm into that stuff. Um, I would... Ooh, I'm going to cheat. I'm probably going to go off Twitter because I've been reading through feeds of what people have been saying they want, and I saw a few really good suggestions. So the first one I really like is the idea of Lance uh, Lance Storm. I always want to say Lance Archer or La- Lance yeah. Armstrong. I don't know what that is, but Lance Storm having a match with Jericho, just like a, a technical classic kind of thing because I think that was what yeah. one of his first ever matches in the industry. That would yeah. be a nice callback. And they're kind um, of vaguely going through his past. Like they brought back the pain maker for this one and then they're doing the... Uh he's UV. UV. coming back that'd be good but either that or another flash in the past they should make him try and recite all the thousand and one holes how, how many holes it is of jericho they should do that say right you have to remember them all from memory stand in the middle of the ring go through them all just go through commercial do the picture picture break and he's going through them all that would be impressive as hell if <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> could actually get away with that so yeah what about you phil uh i my mind immediately went back
0: to old school ecw and tommy dreamer getting the Singapore cane hits, like, please sir, can I have another, and going through it. It's kind of on the same vein as the lashings, but just painful TV. And I think they like, they don't have to be matches as well, like, do they? The trials, like, they have so far, but it doesn't mean that all of them need to be,
1: and maybe he just needs to get through something hideous. Yeah, like I think that. that I'd keep it fresh. I think I think you've got a good point there. I think if they do just mix it up a little bit and don't just keep doing matches, I think it'll give it a bit a bit more legs, let's say. Aye.
0: Uh, the next question comes from Iron 17 who says, what would be your go-to weapon if you found yourself trapped in a death match with Nick Gage?
1: Oh, this is a tough one. I've got a lot of miscellaneous objects here to my left that I could use in a, in a, bra- a, a savage battle with Nick Gage, but there's only one that I think could effectively do the job. My yellow highlighter of the week. I'd just get him in the eye, man, and I'd just, and just do some savage stuff to him. So it would be very ineffective, Phil, but it would be a gimmick, so that's fine. What about like you. You had, you had to get that in there somewhere, didn't I had to you? get the gimmick, man. you got to live the gimmick.
0: Um, I would just go all out and make some kind of crazy-ass table filled with glass light tubes, barbed wire, fire, nails, thumbtacks, spikes, everything. It's Nick Gage. You need to go all out or go home. Put him on
1: apron through it all and hope for the best. We got real opposite sides of the spectrum there, <laughs> didn't we, Phil? That's it. You get all the content here in what culture, all right? Something for everyone.
0: And the final question comes from chefmellow 86 who says, Given the heat from Domino's towards AEW, what pizza brand would win in a deathmatch? Papa John's Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, or Domino's?
1: What do you reckon? Oh, you give us King options. Of
0: the, King of the deathmatch pizzas.
1: King of the dough. King of the dough hey. pizza. Um... What were the options, Phil? <laughs> well, you can pick <laughs> your own, I'm sure, but Papa John's Pizza Hut, Little Caesars or Dominoes. We don't have Little Caesars here, do we? No, oh, we so. don't know. Um, I'm a basic Pizza Hut boy. Like, that, I, that got me through drama school. So, I, I, I got full Pizza Hut, get me the, those thick wedge crusts, slam them over the head with it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all Pizza Hut. about you? Uh, yeah, I'd go with that, I think. Old school, got the experience
0: there. I think they can pull it off. It's been it's been a varied video this has not it <laughs> <laughs> And on that match. note <laughs> on that note um, thank you for watching make sure you subscribe to the channel like the video and comment down below what you think of all of today's stories um, you can follow us on Twitter you can do that as well at Chambers is mine and at gmorgan04 is Mr. Gareth over there go follow us both and follow us all at what Culture, WWE. while you're at it more stuff upcoming ups and downs for Smackdown is coming later on today uh, but most importantly have yourselves a bloody good day